The Euroallegiance podcast is brought to you in part by the generosity of our wonderful Patreon supporters. Visit patreon.com forward slash the Euroallegiance podcast for bonus episodes, behind the scenes content, merchandise and more. Now, let's get to this week's show. My wallet is sobbing. I can hear it. I can hear it in the hall now. It is breaking down, crying. Uh, it turns out that Attila, the arrogant so-and-so, he's got a fake hammer. Oh, a fake? Yeah. Whoa! As I say, dick. <laughs> So welcome to the Eurolegions podcast episode 50. We're finally at the half century. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was waiting for that, Mal. I was waiting for that. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Bit slow today. <laughs> so, Mal, how are you? 50, do you think um, you get 50 episodes in? I've, I, no, it's nice. I'm, I'm hanging a little bit, which probably isn't very professional for the 50th episode. <laughs> but uh, What? Um, oh, yeah, you have a social life. I always forget that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, young kids, Mal, you're allowed to do this. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is it. Yeah, exactly. We can't. We can't get hangover anymore, Rich, because otherwise nope. uh, it'll be dangerous the next day. Who knows? What I went out drinking with my do. work. I went out drinking with my work crowd on Monday, and I was home by ten. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, that's soft. And how are you anyway? Otherwise, Rich. Otherwise, I'm good. Yes, good. I, I'm very good. Thank you. I started watching um, uh, Mythic Quest. Oh yeah. That you guys recommended, and uh, watched the first wrong? two episodes. I said to Kerry, "I was like, this is shit. I'm not going to watch this." <laughs> um, and then watched episodes three and four, and now love it. So yes, okay. I will be continuing. What happened between episode two and three? Then I don't know. Episode three was one of the Nazis. Okay. Not, that, not that that encouraged me, but that was so funny that um, it's a funny episode. Yeah, though. It's, uh, the, yeah it then sucked me in, and yeah, the next one's good as well. So. <laughs> Well, we started on 16th of March, 2023, so we're actually running a little bit ahead of our goal of an episode a week. So that's pretty impressive, I think. Uh, the road to Legions Con 23 was uh, particularly busy. I kind of, that's a blur now because between uh, painting so much stuff and also between um, recording like basically two episodes a week, sometimes three, um, it was, uh, yeah, it was a fun time. I, I wasn't sure what was going to happen first. I wasn't sure if we were going to reach 50 episodes or I was going to turn 50. <laughs> but uh, we've beaten me turning 50 by a few yeah, months. So there we exactly. go. Exactly. Well, that was your scheduling for the Road to Legions Con, you know. It was yeah. just, <laughs> I remember at some stage we had the chat and it was like, a, you know, I'm going to have to start putting out midweek episodes here for a few weeks because yeah. otherwise the poor people that we interview in the last two weeks uh, to promote their stuff at Legions Con, we will be airing them about three weeks later after Legions I, I, Con. I went, so. I went on the very, um, in hindsight, silly tactic of invite everybody I'd like to get on, presuming a few people will say no, and yeah. literally everybody said yes. So, yeah. <laughs> it's good success. I, I mean, I did that uh, with my wedding, and thankfully you know, the right amount of people said yes. So, yeah, a long time ago now, and I'm sure nobody who didn't come listens to this, so don't worry about it. Um. Anyway, during our run to 50, one of our most popular episodes... Uh, I suppose no surprise, given their popularity themselves, is was the our dwarf episode um, with Anthony and Guyon. Could you believe that, Rich? 
Obviously, yes, because dwarves are amazing. <laughs> wow, you're on brand today. Yeah. So we thought, as long what, as they're not in the house of the noble bear. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought, what better way to celebrate the 50th episode than to get the band back together again and look forward to another hashtag Year of the Dwarf. So how about that? Shall we do that? I, reckon I think that's a great idea. Yeah. So joining us early morning in the US before a busy, busy family day, um, we have the proprietor of the Toy Forge. And the king under the mountain himself, it's Mr. Anthony Hasil. Welcome back, Anthony. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're good. We're good. We're good. Great to be able to say welcome back. You're now yeah, uh, the, se- the second repeat the, customer after a meal. Well, does the uh, live recap oh, yeah, that could count, yeah. count if that, that makes me a three-time guest? That could count, yeah. Although, oh, yeah, no, I, I'll give it to you. Two yeah, and a half. Two and a yeah. half. Yeah, I'll give it to yeah, you. Yeah, two and a half. We'll give you two and a half. <laughs> Which seems appropriate doing a small thing as you're talking about dwarves. I was going there, but I just figured I'd wait for you to do that for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. You open the door. I'm straight through. Don't yeah. worry about that. Yeah. That's why we're best of friends this year. <laughs> <laughs> we're turning over a new leaf. Uh, and another man turning over a new leaf, entering his last week as a free man. Soon to be a very lucky man, marrying the wonderful Megs. Uh, I'm going to call it the first Eurolegion's wedding as they're both fans of the show and they're both supporters on the Patreon now. So, you know, I'm taking it. Uh, it's Hondax himself. It's uh, Guion Thomas. How, how are you, doing, guys? How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, super, super. Good, good. Great to yeah, have you back be, on. Thank you. Thank you. It'll be the first, yeah, Euroleagues ready. You can take that. You can take that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, this definitely is your second time on, um, unfortunately, yeah. uh, given your wedding commitments and... Uh, yeah. The financial constraints that tends to put on uh, on one, uh, you weren't able to make it to Legion's Con uh, 23, but uh, rumor has it you might be uh, making the trip in 24. We're looking at that, yeah. We're looking at where we can pinch the pennies and move things around, and hopefully we can make that happen. But we'll see. We've got a good 10 months to go. So, yeah, we'll uh, good. see well, after, well, after the wedding. In any, in any way that we can help, we'd be more than willing uh, to get you there, so no, thank you. Um, yeah, that would uh, enhance our weekend, I think, greatly, boys. What do you think? Can I? Can I just say we'd be more than willing, except in terms of helping finance-wise. So <laughs> <laughs> just, just to be absolutely clear on that logistics and everything. To two lovely people good. that are giving us money now on Patreon, and you, you, you say that. Okay, we can give them their Patreon money back. However, no, they paid in at that point. <laughs> no, I mean you can start to go fund me or something, you know. <laughs> And put in the first grant. <laughs> <laughs> Any help, financial or logistical, would be well, greatly appreciated. Rich, uh, our patrons are going to get a little behind-the-scenes uh, look at you rearranging your whole uh, toy display area next week, and uh, maybe you find some little gems in there that you can uh, auction off to aid uh, Guion and Meg's trip to Legion's Con, you know? This is true, I could. Or I could find some <laughs> gems and auction them off to help me. <laughs> By 25 Bodvars. Yeah. <laughs> John's been spamming me for the last two days telling me how cheap shipping is. Yeah, I want you to buy so many of those Bodvars that he basically, the noble bear, ends up being the biggest faction in your in your collection by accident. <laughs> Just the bear himself is the biggest faction. Yeah. Just every other character is riding a Bodvar. And for all the slagging that you give Atlas, you were actually saying that uh, you're going to display yours with Atlas on. So Yes, that's that's Trevor's photograph's fault. Oh, okay. It looks so, so good that there's, there's no way around that. Okay, so you're a bigger man than than all all the yeah. things that you actually say. 
Yeah. Hey, and there will be a, an Atlas uh, original version going on sale on the Jones 1234 at some point in the not-too-distant future. Oh, will there? Yes. That's still a very good figure. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't uh, put my nose up, but I want another one of those. Although, I think the shine has gone off the big price for it. I uh, recently bought a head for Atlas just on eBay, just before Christmas. And... Um, I sustained a concussion just before Christmas and I think I've lost the head. I have no idea where it is. Oh, no. Oh. Turned the house upside down. Can't find this head anywhere. So, um, yeah, I've been contemplating buying a new Atlas just for the head and just maybe just moving the body elsewhere and forgetting about the body so I can placate that itch that I've got <laughs> to find this Atlas head. Oh, it's driven me up the wall. I'm sure it'll turn up. You know, yeah. Rich lost a lot of stuff when he came back from Legion's Con, but he found it all again. Yes, I had that sculpt, that unpainted sculpt that I yeah. picked up for Guion. I could not find that for looking, and then eventually found it. So <laughs> it's almost like I'm disorganized. I, yeah, who knows? <laughs> so that's it. And Anthony, you're you're going to have a busy day after this. You're where are you off to? Yeah. So my daughter moves back to college. So okay. as soon as we're done here, we'll be loading up and getting her back to. Uh, to their second semester of her freshman year. So I will be Where is she? tied up with that for a little bit. Which college is that? Uh, she goes to Widener University for the School of Nursing. And where, like, is that close or far It's away? not terribly far. No, okay. it's, it's but going back, moving in, all the goodbyes, getting everything all back in place and all that stuff, and then trying to get back for, uh, there's a family gathering later on tonight as well. So uh, okay. just trying to wow. chase after all that stuff. Full program then. That's what we call Sundays around here. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, you guys in America, you work uh, pretty hard Monday to Friday, so you have to make use of your weekends, you know? Saturday not, and Sunday, too. Yeah. <laughs> not like us slackers over here, you know? <laughs> in the in the unfree world. Isn't that it, lads? <laughs> it's, yeah, they, they bring in sensible things like, you know, you can't work more than this many hours to have a life, that sort of rules. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, unfortunately, I put in like uh four four hours of overtime yesterday yeah. like four o'clock in the morning so wow. I'm, I'm just you know you just roll with it stuff comes up and you address it and take care of it so yeah. anyway um shall we get on to talk a little bit about dwarfs seeing as that's what we're here for absolutely have, let's do it i have, I have a couple of dwarves here that we're looking forward to in hopefully 2024 all of them uh, definitely some of them uh, so the first one that we're definitely going to get, and that we kind of got at the end of last year, but we're going to say that we're going to get him again uh, in February. That's pretty much confirmed, isn't it? Uh, is the Cavern Dwarf is, yeah. too? Yeah. yeah. So um, I always liked the Cavern Dwarf, even from back in Advent of Decay. It was definitely the first, because I ordered, uh, that was my first order, was Advent of Decay. And I definitely got him. Um, and yeah, he was definitely one of my favorite dwarves because all the stuff you get with him i mean he's like a he gets the bromden shield now he has the two heads um well he had two heads before but they gave him the the newer updated one that's right yeah yeah but what he had the yeah the he beard, had the, the barbarian the one, with one. The long yeah. beard yeah that's like right, the one so you yeah. see with both are yeah um where does this guy rank for you anthony um in terms of accessories, he's probably the best loadout builder that the horseman has put out just because, you know, the sheer options to, you know, pop and swap. Now with the, this third head, 
you could really create an army of them if you have a couple of the older ones and the newer ones. Um, with the accessories, you know, you could have a hammer line, you could have a shield wall, you could do an axe division. Like you could just army build this out to the end of days. Um, in terms of the color, the copper is great. Uh, definitely goes with the whole, you know, dwarvish kind of vibe. I preferred my bronze or silver dwarves for color wise, but this was my first, this was actually my first builder, the, the cavern dwarf number one. I bought, I got him and Bromden in my pre-order when I got them way back when. Um, it's funny to say way back when, but you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's been a while. Advent has been out. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's definitely near the top of my list. And now we have the newer head with the, with the horns and everything. I, it's one of my favorite heads. Um, yeah. So this, it definitely puts it top of the list for me for, for builders. See, and what about you, Guion? I really am a big, big fan, to be fair. I, I yeah. contrary to what Anthony said, I think it actually works really well. The copper works a lot with pre-existing figures or pop and swaps really work. So mine's already kind of been torn apart and, and kind of put together with a Vorthog because I just thought the, the copper accents and stuff as part of the armor really work, you know? Um, but yeah, like Anthony said, there's the shield and stuff gives so many options there with the shield wall and the hammer and all of it. And the new head just, it's nice to be able to paint something a bit different for a while. Like we've been painting the same parts for so long and I know it's not massively different to what we've had in the last year or so, but yeah, it's nice. I like it. Yeah. And the new boys, uh, Mal, you, you fan of the cavern dwarf for customers? Yeah. Yeah. For- it's, it's, uh, I mean, when it, um, when it comes to the builders, they're kind of cool. I, I see them more as being parts than, uh, you know, I'll always have one of them on the shelf, but generally they're, they're cool for the parts more than uh, more than anything for me. Um, I do agree. I think this the new head is really cool on this one, and I've always liked that shield as well. So um, it's good. Yeah, it's cool. I think there's better to come. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you see the two pack, but we'll get to that. Um, yeah, yeah. And then Rich. Yeah, I've always, I've never actually displayed a cabin dwarf by itself. I've always just, just torn it apart and used it for customs or swapped the head off and put a, a more expressive and helmeted head on. Um, but the new head they've got with it, I love. So I, this will be my first one on display with an actual dwarf helmet head that came with it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I repainted that head uh, a couple of times from when it came with the deluxe uh, Legion builders. Really nice head, lots of detail on the helmet yeah. and the beard is great as well. It's definitely... Um, just say it's a step up from the original kind of bearded helmeted heads it is to me to me it just looks a bit more aggressive and i like that Mm. and the idea of an evil dwarf looking really angry even when he's wearing a helmet very good and then uh in terms of orders what are we thinking if we you know if it's easy to get him in the upcoming sale or have you picked up some up some up at legions con for example anthony or how many of these guys do you need for stock so it's not fair really to ask how I'm going to do this because I'm local to enough shows sure, where, sure, sure. Uh, you know, I may not go super heavy in the, um, in the order and the, the online sale because I could just, I'll go to ZoloCon at the end of February and scoop up a handful of them there. Um, and when I break down what it's going to cost me for whatever their slight upcharge is, Compared to shipping and taxes and everything else, it's it's kind of a wash, but I get them in my hand right away. So I'll, I probably will pick and choose. And because this current pre-order, I mean, in, in you know, uh, behind the curtain, today is the last day of, of uh, 
you know, the, the pre-order of the latest G-Con wave. So um, I definitely put a little hurting on myself. Um, <laughs> so trying to behave as we get ready to go into some future shows. So I'll probably uh, be a little bit more uh, responsible for this yep. uh, online sale and, and probably just pick up stuff at shows. Yeah, I think I would do the same in your position. And even then, uh, I got a few of him already between the, I got an all in when they did the original drop. And then I think I got two at Legion's Con. So that might keep me going for the moment. Maybe one more if it kind of makes sense in the order. But um, with all the other dwarfs that are coming and with what I got, I think I'm happy with that. Guion, you're going to go for this guy then? I know it's a... Uh, <laughs> it's tough to talk about money and all that yeah. at the moment, but it, even in ideal world, you know, or, or semi-ideal uh, world, realistic world. I, yeah, for me, 10 minimum, I'd say, ideal yeah. world. Um, yeah. Just for the parts and stuff, I think we're we're still quite thin on the ground in, in the sense of what we've got to use for customs. And obviously the newer stuff's going to be a, a bit more of a longer wait. So with the, the things that I'd like to be making this year, yeah, 10 minimum in the best case scenario, but we'll see what it's like wedding, post-wedding fatigue. And yeah, yeah. we'll see what, what we look like after that really. But um, yeah, even just yeah. getting the, the the legs and the yeah. wrist parts would be ideal, wouldn't it? Yeah. You can get yeah. Ba- a bag of 10 lots of those. Yeah. <laughs> that would keep you customizing for a while, wouldn't if it? Anyone, <laughs> it would. If anyone goes wholesale like that, I'll buy that, no problem at all. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's tricky yeah. because what do you do with the other parts then? I suppose you'd have to find uh, someone that needs those, but yeah. Like, uh, like, I know like some swap. people do it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just I've a got lot one of work. It is. It is. I got an all in like yourself um, yeah. early the last year. So uh, that was just, that was my first all in from the horseman directly. So um, mm. that was a nice thing just to get them in hand really. So And was he your highlight from the wave or? Ooh. Hmm. Are you yeah, going to betray the dwarves? Okay. No, I don't think so. It was probably a standout. <laughs> I do like, I, ironically, I like the um, the Vampire Knights as well. I just think that's a really nice piece on the Gold Knights yeah. as well. But he is, just for the parts alone, and making the custom that I made so quickly afterwards, just a little bit of a, a lazy pop and swap. Um, yeah, he's a standout. He's on the shelf anyway. Very good. All right, shall we move on to, then we've got two dwarves in All-Star 6. So that was, I remember when uh, All-Star 6 drops, there was a lot of excitement from the Kings Under the Mountain, Anthony, getting two. Looks like uh, we were united and got our <laughs> vote in. And then on top of that, we also got an extra treat. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't realize at first that Scally Bonespreader was a, a dwarf because if you just see the picture without... Uh, context or you know the scale it's you, you could just think it's a regular figure but yep he's indeed a dwarf um so now we can have skeleton dwarves um we can have just new dwarf parts that was kind of some of the first new dwarf parts since uh the initial drop pretty much i think really with scally it's it's some of the face it's the faces are new and mm. the the thigh bones are the uh the part that established the hype but the rest of it the shins and the forearms i believe are just standard okay uh, existing dwarf parts that are already already out there gotcha because yeah, gotcha. when i take one look at it, immediately i see the shins and i know right away that it's got dwarf shins but now that we've got things like monkey king and you know out that are out there to kind of change the height and sizes you know it could still be i'm not sure what size it could be an off size but 
Um, yeah, I mean, I could see that that's a dwarf almost instantly, just based off of the forearms and the sh- and the shins. You have a keener dwarf eye than an eye. <laughs> Um, and we also get the, with him, we get the other, the other half of the pauldron set from the, the deluxe legion builder gladiator, which was uh, sweet because that, that pauldron is really nice. And, uh, to get two of those then, and, uh, you mightn't want them for, you know, if you get a couple of scallies, you mightn't want them all with the same pauldron. So you could mix and match that pauldron set out with the, maybe some other noble bear character or something. So yeah. Sweet. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really excited to be able to, because I'm not a skeleton fan. I mean, that's abundantly clear. I've, I've made that known. Um, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to taking some of the both our parts and popping them on the scally torso stuff and then create some new, you know, with utilizing the new chest armor and some of those new pieces there to try and make some new, you know, new characters, new armies, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, that chest part actually comes with boxes, which is uh, coming yes. soon on boxes. So yeah. I think it was you that pointed that out to me at the time back then. I didn't uh, twig it initially. So um, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, um, I'm sure I'll be taking a poxus and a cavern dwarf and putting them together and creating, you know, the base of that. So I have an idea mm-hmm. what will be to come with these new parts. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, and then both are Shadowhorn as well. He's um, He's another solid build. Um, I guess just, just a variation almost of the cavern dwarf, mm-hmm. um, obviously a little bit more paint on him as well. So, uh, when you're making your customs, uh, you could probably, pop, you know, do the pop, pop and swap some of the parts like the skirt piece, uh, which is never that fun to paint anyway. I find, uh, the softer plastic and that might match in with a lot of custom builds, um, nicely. And also the arms have some nice accents on them and stuff like that that you can concentrate on the main part of your custom, whatever it might be. Um, but yeah, he's yeah, a great, you're just, a third, you're just a third party head away from yeah. making whatever you want and yeah, making a yeah, totally unique character. Cause the paint on it already is, is stellar. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you, you know, many of us won't have him already in the, in the collection as a, as a character. So just nice to add him as a character first and foremost, I suppose. And Guyan, do you have a both already or? I do have both. Uh, yeah. I okay. think like all the things that we've got this year, the, all the colors are quite complimentary, really. Like yeah. you can make a lot here with just pop and swaps alone, you know? Um, Absolutely. I think there's just so much options. Just like if you just look at the, uh, the three dwarves we know we've got coming this year, there's just, yeah, that's really, really nice. And with the, with Scally then personally, I'm like, Nancy, I'm not the biggest fan of skeletons, but, um, I don't have the uh, quite the same hatred, maybe or the dislike. But for me, I just like the potential of having almost like a, a Mines of Moria kind of um, kind of display, essentially, of all these dwarven corpses and stuff. The kind of around yeah. the place. I just think that that really provides itself a, a new option and a lot of storytelling potential there, and for people that can actually take photographs and like myself. So well, <laughs> I, I have no talent for that. I am very aware. So oh? I need to I need to upgrade my uh, my talents there this year maybe. I would imagine Guion that the uh, the malignancy will be all over that idea of just a room full of dead dwarves. <laughs> They'll be definitely using it for that. In a narrative well, sense, one hundred percent agree. Yeah. But if people are buying dwarves, I'm happy. <laughs> 
Side side note: Is anyone playing the Return to Moria game on the on on any of the various platforms yeah. yet? Not yet. Playing no. it yet? No. Not yet. Yeah, I'm playing it on uh, on the laptop right now. And yeah, if you want to, you know, without spoiling anything, there could be some utilization in these parts for some of the stuff that you see in the game. Mm. Oof, nice. Yeah, I really want to play that Baldur's Gate uh, three. Um, that that might tip me over the edge into buying the PS5, but um, I can't do it now. Maybe, maybe well, if you do, this I'll, year. I'd be more than happy to play multiplayer with you on that. I think, um, <laughs> yeah. So that's. You uh, wonder why there's no good. podcast episodes for a few weeks, folks? <laughs> that would make a very good podcast, in my opinion. The, uh, the yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah, 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 maybe, but yeah, or a bit yeah. of a play along, yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's the thing. It it is a bit of a time. Uh, it's great when you have some time, uh, but I tend to get sucked into these things, and then uh, you, you. Yeah, the Toy Forge is definitely taking a uh, production <laughs> slowdown because yeah. of Return to Moria. Uh, <laughs> I actually was playing for a little bit this morning before I hopped on with you guys to try to work my way through, and trying to work yeah. my way back into Casa Doom, and you know, it's 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 you know, it's good these things. With these things, you end you end up finding out what you really have to do in your life, and then you have yeah. to, and then of course you do those, and then the kind of optional things that you do either for fun or you know just a bit uh, of stuff, they t- they're the ones that tend to fall away, which is uh, yeah, that can be a bit. Uh, tricky. I can only have one addiction at a time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. More than one is dangerous. You have to you have to see a therapist then. <laughs> I could think of worse than video games, that's for sure. So that's not too bad. Yeah, there's a saying that my wife has that I can't say here, just so, you know, I'll save that for <laughs> Patreon episode. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, And Mal, what were you thinking between these two then from All-Star 6? I know you were very happy for Scally, if I remember. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not the biggest skeleton fan either, but I just think it's a really fun character, fun idea. So yeah. uh, I'm very pleased by him. Um, some cool the horsemen are, are well. pulling you in, you non-skeleton guys in a little bit. So yeah, <laughs> I see what they're doing. It. See what they're doing. Um, And I don't have a... Is it both? Or did we say? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't have a both, so yeah, I'll, I'll get one of him and a lot. As simple as his paint app is, it's a very, very nice paint app. So I might get a couple for for parts, maybe. Sweet. Um, yeah. And Rich, uh, you're going to get a lot of scallies, I guess. Yeah, there's a good chance that there'll be quite a few scallies. Yeah, um, but I also don't have both are, um, so that'll be really nice to get him finally. Um, it was never one I was going to spend a ton of money on. So it's okay. really good to get him. And you way. never, it wasn't one that you've had and sold. Like it's not actually, others. no, no, I've wow. never, never had him. So Bodar um, is unique. <laughs> yeah. There's a handful, but he's one of a, only a few. Yeah. He's one of a few mythics that hasn't run its way through the Jones one, two, three, four. <laughs> that could be a little, uh, that could be a Eurolegion's quiz question. Huh? Name the <laughs> figures that Richard Jones hasn't sold. <laughs> <laughs> the Jones one, two, three, four. It will be a short list. We have one more. I would say it's most likely going to be early 2025 at best, but you never know. Might sneak into next year and definitely worth talking about. Uh, from Cosmic Legions, uh, and that this one was really uh, something that came out of left field for me. Uh, Orvar. Mal, you were a fan of this uh, whole wave I remember uh, yeah it was like you know the, every every reveal was like no that's my favourite no, <laughs> now that's my favourite no, no that's my favourite yeah uh, I remember the horseman basically put it in, in order for you 
Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, but no, Orvar is very, very cool. Um, it's, again, it's just something a bit different, isn't it? And I know there's mixed reactions to the head, but I really like that head. Um, and I know he's not, he looks like he's possibly not quite dwarf level in terms of his height. He's perhaps a bit taller than the mythic dwarves, but, yeah, but it's, uh, for me, it's more about proportion. He's proportioned yeah, yeah, that's in, well, in the right way. He, I think he's wide. He's got parts stumpy. that are very definitely yeah. dwarf scale that can yeah. be used. And, I love the and, big head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like maybe it's also me. I, I'm. I often see people maybe <laughs> too small, a too small head, head. <laughs> too, too small a head on a figure is is really quite obvious, you know. So putting a Marvel Legends head on a mythic can really sometimes look uh, terrible. But I think you can get away with a little bit too big. Now, of course, there will be people that are very, uh, you know, exact and kind of specific, and absolutely that's their thing, you know, and that can make the lives of uh, U3D printer is quite tricky uh, in terms of getting the scale right. But I think there is a bit more leeway on the bigger side for a character always than too small. Too small looks like a pea head and that's never, unless you're going for that look, it's never really good. Um, but then Anthony, what are you uh, thinking of this guy? Is he, is he bringing you over to Cosmic? So <clears throat> fun fact with Cosmic, uh, the whole wasteland prison system, all that stuff doesn't really catch my fancy it's a lot of just fodder right now at this point but now you're giving me spacesuits and things like this i'm i'm on board um and in terms of whether or not it's dwarven size or not i envision this as a power suit that something would you would hop into and control so there's going to be a little bit more room because maybe the hands only stop at like where the forearm are and you control you know the hands are a little bit longer and same thing with the feet so I just imagining a dwarf, you know, hopping in to it and then operating it. Not that it's a full size. You throw it right over and then you're good to go. Because I want mechs. So this will be. Uh, so this is a bit like a Hulkbuster or something. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Hulkbuster. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. It's a dwarf buster. Yeah. You know. I, I'm just in, I'm just imagining him now with a massive head and the little baby arms and legs. You know, the arms just reach the armpits and the legs are just about reaching the, the top of the... Just uh, like wee, 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 wee inside of and, it. And there's just sensors out. there that, that basically you can you can touch with the, the tips of the fingers and toes and it makes everything Yeah, you know, there's like hand controls. You grab into yeah. and it moves it up and yeah. down and everything. Oh, yeah. So, um, no, I, I'm super excited for this, uh, for the wave as a whole, um, but obviously in particular this one. And... I've dabbled a little bit with some of my cosmic third party stuff. Um, what I love about fantasy is that it gives you rules, parameters to kind of work within. I, I am kind of a sucker when it comes to working within parameters. I like that. And then I like skirting the edge of the parameters. But when you have cosmic, there's like no rules. So you get this thing with this gigantic head and you're like, how that doesn't make sense. I can't process. How can I think in advance of how that's going to go? If there's, no parameters, no rules to work with. And some people are having a great time with it. It's just in my headspace, it, it's a little bit difficult. So I'm going to kind of need this in hand or if I'm lucky enough to grab a test shot to be able to start working on it from there and say, okay, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to kind of go from there. So while I'm super excited for it, I'm kind of like not trying to think about what I can do with it until I get it more in hand and go, okay, this works here, that works there. Cause you know, the, the factory might do different things to it 
that allow for more modularity or less modularity. So I don't want to go, okay, cool. I want to take this part and make this part here and then find out that it's a, it's glued or, or, or molded into the piece or something yeah. I can do with it now. So I'm kind of just waiting to see what we get when it comes through. Cool. And Guion, did this bring you uh, over to the cosmic side or are you dabbling in cosmics at all? I've got three cosmics in total. Um, okay. What you got then? Lean is a standout. Um, and yeah, you've, you've heard us talk about him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he, you have to buy him. I think he's a, he's an essential part. And then the, oh, I can't remember his name from the second way, uh, second book, the guard in the blue armor. Um, kind oh, of Sligo, oh, the gravekeeper. Uh, yeah. Sligo. Yeah. There we go. So, yeah, but with this one, with all that, as Anthony said, there's a lot of options there. I The head for me, I see a Cyberman from uh, Dragon Ball Z straight away. So that clicks with my childhood. But um, I think these reveals came out when I was on my stag, so I didn't really have time to really take them in at the time. Um, but I think there's a lot of potential there. Um, I played a lot of Deep Rock Galactic, so that's what I see as well. So um, Space Dwarves mining away. I think there's a lot of narrative there. And we've got all the tools already, essentially, from all the other Cosmic Legions. So that kind of story in my head works. But um, we'll see if we get any parts from the community that really work with the heads. And I might pick one or two up. And if they really work, I might pick up more. We'll see. We'll see. And Rich, what are you uh, thinking of this guy? Have you got over the big head? Yes. Um, when I was when I was doing um, Intern for a Day, uh, they had one of these head, one of these heads in a tray that I was stood next to, so I got to see it up close and personal. And actually, I do like it a lot more now. Okay, so yeah, so I'm on board with this character now. Very good. So you just picking up the one, or do you have any custom ideas? No, with I've definitely got. I'm definitely picking up at least one other one um, for customs, and I might get a handful. The the, the suits, but like Anthony was saying, really, it's like the mech suits and the power suits sort of thing. I like the idea of that. So um there'll be extras bought like the uh the female character in the line in this wave. I can't remember her name. Um but I'll be getting two two of her extra for customs. Uh, and they're gonna be like space vampires that I have who are quite slim but they wear the um and they bit wear the big power suits sort of thing. So I'll be getting a few more for that. If I remember correctly, didn't, wasn't this announced or they, the reveal? We aired our ep, we did our episode right before we, this reveal, so we weren't even sure what we were getting. Yeah. The only the only image That's we right, got yeah. was like a a little side piece, like an image of him, and we were all just speculating it was mechs or whatever it was. And then I think it was yeah. the following yeah. weekend was the That's was right, the reveal yeah. for the PowerCon. Yeah, we we were with the suit thinking it might have been even on a slog body or something even bigger. And yeah, when it's zoomed in, you could definitely imagine that. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, um, I've um I've just sent a picture through to the group chat as well, talking about dwarves in in space or cosmic dwarves. Um, that could be something that works well as well. Someone's using mythic bits or mythic parts rather with uh, a Marvel Legends builder figure base. Yeah, that totally could work. That would be fun. Yeah, I like that idea. It's um, I can't remember the just have to buy a whole wave of Marvel Legends to try to get the base of that though. So you know, there's the downside to that. Yeah, you might have to buy it online. Um, it's it's Marvel character that's is the top half of the body, and they he's got a like a mini tank as the bottom half. So yeah, so they put they put a um, a sentry torso 
and arms on, and then I'm not sure who the piece is from, but a space dwarf sculpt. Um, that looks pretty cool. Uh, if you if you want to go down that route, you could always go searching for an old school GI Joe armadillo tank and use that as a base too. Oh be, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find that. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> right. If, if I go quiet at any point now, I'm just eBaying and googling <laughs> desperately <laughs> finding this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, you can't get Marvel Legends here anymore, even. Uh, even if you, you'd have to get them export almost. UK used to be easy to get them before Brexit. But uh, yeah, the local comic shops here, they don't uh, stock them because uh, they don't sell. I was in a Smith's Soy Superstore in Bristol yesterday and um, they didn't have a single Marvel Legends, not even a space for them. It's like, that's just crazy. I know you guys have heard of us over here on the state side talk about Ollie's, the closeout place. That's right, yeah. Um, I feel like I probably may have seen parts of that wave in an Ollie's. I could check with Pat Boyle to see if those if there's enough of it to build that uh, that oh. base out at an Ollie's. I could probably scoop everything up for less than twenty dollars. Oh. oh wow! <laughs> it's it's bonkers, isn't it? That you're you know there's all this stock going into these discount stores in the states, and over here you just can't get any of it, or it stays at. 20 quid, 25 quid um, but, but, pounds. Yeah, but uh, even, <laughs> even doing something like that, Anthony, and I mean, you know, it would even be worth Rich's while to say, okay, you've scooped them up for bargain price. Um, hold them to Legion's Con and I'll grab them off you then. You know, <laughs> you, yeah. know you know, for or example. Or he could bring yeah. up on that wall and he could just pay me to make him a custom. <laughs> <laughs> this wallet's got a very tight seal on it, Anthony, I'll be honest. Yeah. I'm not cheap, buddy. <laughs> okay, you do your haggling offline now. Come on. <laughs> right, and then I wanted to also, so that's kind of what we might get next year, but I think when we have the dwarf uh, lords on, we need to talk about this. Now, this was a very special reveal at Legion's Con for Anthony, especially as he was on stage for it with uh, and his good friend Chris Ferrone and also a friend of our show. Um, and this is the Exiles from Under the Mountain, um, which were also named in honor of Anthony. So one of them is uh, Anton of the Forge. And we also had, uh, for Chris, we had Chris Snapbeard, as well as Cavan uh, uh, Dragonbane, which is for Kevin Dufresne. So yeah, I think unfortunately, guys- Kevin couldn't join us. He got COVID literally two days before he was heading out and was incredibly bummed out. Oh, because so we he found was due later. to be there. Yeah, and he was going to oh. be up. That's, there was three chairs that were up there, and he was he was going to be the third of us oh, no. up there to be able to to do the reveal. And we were all going to be surprised at the same time. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought he wasn't, I didn't know he'd got it last, you know, got sick last minute. I thought actually he just couldn't make it for, you know, no, or whatever. No, he, no, he was, uh, he took a test. He wasn't feeling well. He took a test two days before and was oh. like, I can't go. And, and unfortunately Kevin's had a lot of go arounds with it and, you know, uh, it, it, stuff. it knocked him out again and he was, yeah. wasn't able to travel because he had to fly yeah. and then the hoteling and all that stuff. It was just, it wasn't going to work for him. So. Oh uh, yeah. So even if he, even if he didn't take the test, he'd probably just be too sick to go anyway. So probably. Yeah. yeah. That was a tough one. Anyway, rather than to uh, wallow in the sadness of that, uh, why don't we take, uh, 
a little look through the, these are incredible cards. Just, I just hear uh, money flying away when I'm looking at them. And I can only imagine for you guys who are even more invested in this uh, side of it and very much focused on the dwarfs. So first up, um, Anthony, how did it actually, now that you've had a couple of months to kind of feel, do you ever think back to that day and kind of think, oh, you know, maybe they're going to have a dwarf and, you know, might be cool or whatever. And, uh, and to actually how it went, you know? So like I mentioned before, like, you know, in terms of like bucket list things for when it comes to the mythic Legion community, one is to be able to get, go to intern for a day, which I was able to do last year. And then a 10 G con, which again, I was able to do, um, then to be able to be asked to be a part of reveal was, was crazy. Like you're going to be part of the show and everything, but then they just totally blew me away when they, you know, revealed the names of the figures and there's pictures of what Chris and I looking at it as we're reading it at the same time. And our, our jaws just hit the floor. Cause we just, we couldn't believe it. So, um, I, I felt like a dwarf was coming, um, you know, to, to this level, I wouldn't have been able to tell you that was definitely going to happen. Like I, I, I just figured we were going to get, you know, whatever, maybe, uh, I, I think even when we did our show, I mentioned maybe like a, like a gray vein, you know, builder, like instead of a cavern dwarf, like something for Thor to like lead his group of, of, of a builder, you know, kind of thing. Um, we didn't get one builder. We got two and we got, you know, multiple genders and, you know, in terms of, you know, uh, skin tones and a lot of variations and variations with the helmets and everything. So, and, and the, the kid out, the loadout um, is like a cavern dwarf on steroids. It's just, you know, probably, you know, not being biased, but it's probably one of the best things that they've put out there as a, as an option for us to be able to buy. Cause the, 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 the possibilities, the, the you know, your only limitation is your imagination with this kit, just using the parts from the kit. Yeah, I mean, this and a couple of Legion builders and, and, you know, you can, it could be months popping and swapping and customizing, you know, uh, a couple of these sets and maybe three or four Legion builders. Yeah. Does not, they don't even all have to be dwarf Legion builders, you know, that's for sure. Um, yeah. And do you feel like I feel anyway that these, that the third party community that's built up around the dwarves with the different parts and all the stuff that you guys do and some other different uh, places that it kind of seemed to influence this now. Okay. This can, this is all coming from maybe, you know, D and D initially or, you know, other places that we talk about dwarves, but I feel with the kind of boots and, and the way the legs are and stuff like that, I've seen a lot of that type of design in the third party community obviously it's smart for them to do that if that's what people like you know if if, if people are buying parts off you or whoever um uh, you know it's good for them to kind of dabble in that type of style um but i definitely feel like it kind of also ticks that box it's not just the the normal night armor boot kind of you know thing this is more yeah so from a from the third party standpoint there's been a lot of guys that have been really um carrying the the torch for us in terms of designs um you've got saba early on um jason rodriguez has been doing a lot of stuff for the dwarven kits um especially for the um for the limbs for the forearms shins and feet to kind of help change things up um wolf king customs obviously with you know has has been putting out some amazing stuff over the years email as well um you know i've done my fair share um 
uh, Noble Bear has put out a couple things. Reynolds Cruz from the Forge Collection has been putting out some stuff lately. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, we've really, Brian, really Brian tried Burke to... Brian Burke has a few heads? Brian Burke has a few. Yeah, Brian Burke has a few. They're, you know, quintessential... Mm. I, I, I'm naming ones, you know, I'm going to forget some. So I no, of course, that's I just popped into my head. Now it's yeah. not to uh, no, it's not to say that um, you haven't. And obviously, yeah. ones that we haven't mentioned doesn't mean we don't like. Correct, <laughs> correct. I mean, there might be some that we don't like. But we won't mention them, but we'll just leave that be anyway. Um, so um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Patreon episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, we, we're, no, we're, we're think, in the positivity community here. We're not yes, in the negativity yes. community. Uh, it's too early to be negative into the year. Yeah. Um, give it some time. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I think the studio realized, you know, if you look at the cabal, I mean, not, not even counting the Kings under the mountain, uh, face group, uh, that we run that's just specifically for dwarves. I mean, if you look just at the cabal any given day, there's, probably a high likelihood that there's a dwarf custom that gets put out there um of someone working on some parts and whatever that, that comes through um so why not why not create new parts for us i mean uh what did i say we're at i think i did a rough count what do we have like counting these two we're at 17 dwarf builds now um so i mean that that's a pretty decent number you know and and of that 17 we got what four of them this you know pretty new from i'm not counting um the cosmic stuff as a dwarf build if we're counting that then then that falls under the you know category of 18 then but um you know within the last year or two you know the whole year of the dwarf mentality has really driven towards uh the studio um you know hearing us out and giving us what we need probably shut us up for a little bit so that we you know (laughs) can then let another group of 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 uh of characters, whether it be the goblins or something like that, you know, to, to try to pick up that flag and, and carry on with mm-hmm. it. So, um, no, I think, I think it's awesome. I, I'm really, really happy with the studio with what they did here, the, the mix of parts, soft goods, um, you know, and the, the, the new tooling and everything is amazing. I just, it's going to be a very long wait for them to come out. Yeah. That's going to be tough. But, um, yeah, I think also the the dwarf customs that are posted, they're often very good standard. I think the guy, the people that are doing the dwarf customs tend to be some of the better customizers as well, which is uh, that that doesn't hurt it. That's for sure. Speaking of one, Guion, where were you? Uh, we were all at Legion's Con while this was being announced. Uh, talk us through your uh, finding out with this reveal. So that I seems was interesting to me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I yeah, was been work, there, done that. <laughs> I've been and that had, soldier. Oh, I'd had my headphones in. I had to. I was my colleagues were in a meeting in the back room, so I was just quietly watching, having my headphones in. I just remember this came up the first because obviously they did on the the show, and you as you guys obviously saw you were there. Like they revealed one, and then they revealed the female dwarf as well. And I just remember holding on to my beard myself, like, oh wow, okay, <laughs> <laughs> and not being able to just jump up in celebration. Um, and just having to completely just keep yourself cool and controlled and everything. Uh, yeah, trying to, trying uh, to explain that one to your boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was yeah, incredible, absolutely incredible. And obviously, like, they showed all the accessories that everything came with, and your mind just opens up completely. Like, I just focused on the talk initially. It sounds really weird, the, uh, the neck talk. And I just thought, okay, instantly, you've got yourself a, a Celtic barbarian dwarf there straight away um 
So that's where my head, and you just, the more you look at it and the accessories there, like just thinking now that we've got a, a full soft goods cloak coming with part, as part of this, this pack, it's just, it's incredible value for money. I think if you think about just the fact that you're getting yeah. two dwarves like that and all the accessories and everything, it's just, the price it of just two, two regular figures in, in the yeah. package. Yeah, um, it's just. And I'm always interested to see the retailer markup, and obviously, by the time this episode's published, that will be public knowledge. So we won't talk too much about mm-hmm. it. But I think if they do anything under a hundred, uh, that's going to still be a bargain at a retail, or hundred oh, yeah. or less, shall we say? Yeah. Probably won't be less, but a uh, hundred would be, I think, spot on for this. Yeah. Um. Definitely, the cloak was actually a funny one because I remember. When we did that, uh, the the show that Anthony was talking about, where we went uh, back upstairs and did a live stream with the uh, Legions Lounge guys, was when we were going through the figures again. I was like, "Oh, I missed that cloak," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I need to reassess. I need to reassess my ranking here." Almost, you know, the cloak was almost enough just to bring it even up over the top again because obviously it has great sculpted parts, and you see some of the soft goods, uh, skirts pieces, for example, and the torches. You know, the torches don't get spoken about enough. Um, they're amazing too. Uh, but then this cloak, yeah, to make a totally different guy. I mean, it, it completely changes the look. If you look at the, at the, the uncloaked figure and then the cloaked guy, it's just the same build out, but with the cloak, looks like a different yeah. dude. It, with the poles and everything, it just looks like a proper warrior and you've got the cloak on up there. It's, um, he looks like a traveling exile from the from under the mountain and stuff. It's just, it's perfect. And I, I taking figures apart like Duban's a fantastic piece, but obviously because the cloak or the hood itself is a solid piece, then having that being like making that or making use of that in customs is it's that additional step. You know, sometimes you just don't have time, and with a soft goods cloak now, that completely removes the the need to tear things apart. No, it's fantastic. And Meg, as, as my fiance as well, she was losing her mind over the fact we were getting a female dwarf. Yeah, it was so, brilliant. Yeah, big, big, yeah I mean, beautiful you know, scope there. We, we do have, uh, you know, solid amount of ladies uh, in the Legion's line as figures, but the Legion's ladies community is growing and uh, it's great to get a bit more diversity in it. And I mean, obviously, you guys being dwarf fans, uh, it's pretty sweet because I don't think, I don't think Ragna was did the female dwarf justice. I mean, it's, it's okay figure, but this is compared to this. It's, uh, it's next level. This one, you know, really is. And Anthony, what's your favorite build out uh, here then, but kind of of the pictures they've shown and the, so we had the, you know, the unhelmeted male, female, the helmeted male, female, and then the cloak. So, um, in terms of what's the standard one, I am a sucker for that helmeted one. Um, I, I like the idea that it could be anyone under that. So if we're doing a builder, you know, if you're, if you're doing your whatever kit, um, some guys may not be bald. Some guys, guys may not have a gigantic beard, you know, but, um, some people are, you know, whatever where they would want to use the helmet. So I like the helmet idea. It's a great way to build it out. Um, so Chris, uh, Kevin and myself have have been joking because they they didn't specifically say which guys or which characters, so they kind of left it very like um, ambiguous as to like 
how to make this. So we've kind of had our own private conversations as to how we're going to build these characters out. Um, so uh, without going into detail at a certain point, we'll probably reveal our recipes as a pop and swap standard for how to build out your own, um, you know, Anton of the Forge and, and uh, Chris Snapbeard and Kayvon Dragonbane. Um, so I've, I've already, you know, looked at the parts and uh, just through the whole through the whole wave itself. Um, because in addition to these weapons, the um, the weapons kits that we got for the for that whole wave um, are definitely dwarvish in nature and design. Some of those swords and things like that. So, um, yeah, I've, I've kind of already kit bashed my my idea. And when watching Joe do the pop and swap the other night on Mythic Conversations, um May or may not have sent him a private message of my entire kit out to see what it looks like so I can see whether or not <laughs> this works or not. And I'm eagerly awaiting his uh, his picture back of how it's going to look. So Sweet, sweet. Um, um, you, think I, you, can, I, you think you can fold up a beard under that helmet? Or into absolutely. that helmet? Yeah. Absolutely. And then it's just more padding and cushioning underneath of it. <laughs> True, yeah. Ignore <laughs> the impact of any kind of blows there. Yeah, it's, I suppose like this, like a motorcycle helmet that has the foam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, can, I can get down with that. And and then obviously the big topic of conversation is that everyone had talked about the, the Justin Johnson stuff. So Yeah, the, um, the extra bonus uh, all yeah, in the head. So, so and I'm sure that's probably a picture that's going to come up amongst our conversation here. But what will be nice is that um, – and it's what I've actually preferred that the studio did for us is that if you truly want to build your Justin um, kit, that you can put in the effort and, and build them out yourself. We've got the head now. We've got the soft good cape that came with that character. Um, the parts are still readily available between Poxis and, and and what's out there. We can we can create our own Justin Johnson tribute figure to our own you know likeness. So, um, and then with the ability of the retailers having a, a version of the head too. So if you're not wanting to spend the money on an all in, um, you'll be able to get that through the retailers. I I believe that's the case. Uh, so you'll be able to do that as well. Um, so yeah, let's let's. Uh, Let's go. Let's let's do this. Let's have a great time with building these all out when they all come in. Mal, you had an interesting thought about maybe what the retailer, and again, this is probably going to date a bit, little bit, but uh, at the retailer head. Um, well, it's just an interesting comment made by Jeremy because my assumption was that the one, the Justin Johnson head with the all in is his hair is quite light, so I assumed that it would just be the retailer version just have darker hair. But when Kevin commented on the show about he was going to use that Justin Johnson retailer head for his build, Kevin Dragobane, Jeremy said about maybe needing to repaint the head. So I'm wondering if we're going to get, if they're going to really surprise everyone and do a Dugar color scheme on that head. I mean, I think it's another oh, one of those. Guion is, Guion is. Guesses, but yeah. <laughs> no, He's that's excited. a theory. That's a theory. <laughs> you might be on something there. Uh, that's a yeah. very good theory. Yeah. It was just, just an interesting uh, comment. <clears throat> yeah. Would, yeah. I, I mean, it could just be that he's going to be a blonde, properly blonde yeah. or grey haired sculpt, but. Yeah. Who knows? But that would be an interesting way to go. And Rich, uh, is this uh, is this possibly your favorite uh, 
dwarves that they've released so far. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I'll be getting multiple. Even packs. past a, a skeleton dwarf? Even past a skeleton dwarf, if I'm absolutely honest. Because at G-Con, like Jeremy was just punking you every time, you know, with this pack and with the bear. <laughs> he was, he was like, he was like, see what I'm doing here? See what I'm doing here? And he was looking at your every little eyebrow twitch and mouth movement. Yeah. At this point, I was still able to keep a straight face and just go like, yeah, whatever. And then I, I, as you were texting though, us, going, uh, "It's really good, guys." Isn't yeah, it? this is really good. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was finally when the Minotaur came out that my face just gave in and just smiled broadly, and then he he spotted me. So yeah, yeah. But this is a brilliant set. Yeah, um, I I think I prefer the female hel- head with a helmet. I think I've said that before, but I, I really like that they sets. did the that they did the female head as a helmet that you can see her face um, because it tells you that is the female. Now, as Anthony said, with the, just the normal helmet, that could be any dwarf. So, of course, that's cool. But I think given this is the really the female dwarf, to get two head options specifically for that uh, female dwarf character um, is awesome, you know, because you can then you already now then have two different female dwarf characters almost. You could, you know, just do a little bit of uh, paint on the face to make it uh, different, even if it's just uh, the eyebrow color and the eye color or something like this. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a it's a fabulous set. The um the torch too. Who doesn't have a torch? Um, yeah, that's just awesome as well. And that different shaped shield. Uh, yeah, I'll be getting. I say at least three three of these sets definitely. Yeah, we we, we didn't we say back when we talked about this uh, wave back in November um, that that shield the the smaller shield was nice just to, for a change, kind of yeah. maybe a bit more dwarf yeah. appropriate in a way. Um. I know, Anthony, you have a couple of those type of sh- scale shields in your in Yeah, your it'll be a lot easier to buy them than it will be to print them. Uh, <laughs> I, I will take those over, over a 3D printed one any given day. And it's just someone that makes them. So um, something about factory just feels so much better in hand. Um, real quick, I wanted to thank uh, Trevor Williams for all his amazing photos that he took of these. Um, and actually, he gifted myself... Chris and Kevin, a uh, one of the framed photos of the uh, of the figures, um, oh, one nice. of the, the beautiful dynamic uh, photo shoots that he took. So um, amazing! I'm blown away. It sits now above my entrance into the Toy Forge. So when I walk in, it's like one of the first things that I see. So I'm I'm very happy with that. That's sweet, and I'm sure he'll have another one or two uh, for sale once uh, these come out in hand. Um, yeah, yeah, I think Trevor. Uh, likes the dwarves so he'll definitely put his skills to work when the factory versions come in which is good because I, I think it's always uh you can always do dwarf pictures with a lot of character or toy photographers can i mean you know <laughs> not talking about myself here but even didn't trevor do was it the last one in his calendar this year two, two years in a row now he's got yeah. he's well not to spoil anything but yeah. you know two years in a row it seems like it's going to be dwarf ember for every calendar shoot so we welcome that that's cool i like it i like when there's a kind of a theme to things yeah i was gonna say can i just add with these i'm super excited because they're basically we're starting to get um non-armored parts in different scales and sizes and i mean i look at i'll be buying multiples of these not just to have in mythics but then there's like the, the upper thigh we can start to actually do our own versions of dwarfing dwarves in cosmics as well without like the the 
the power suit. So uh, I'm, this is one of the many reasons I'm sort of super excited about these. These are, as I said, the whole Noble Bear wave is probably my most anticipated of everything at this point. Um, but these are up there in within that wave. So, yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, having learned from Poxus that uh, this will be a slightly shorter timeline would be sweet. Uh, even mid-2025 would be much better than Poxus, so that's where we are. Can I can I just correct Mal very quickly, John? It's a, it's a, it's a Sons of the Red Star wave, Mal, not a Noble Bear wave, just so we're clear. It's got rising suns in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on. I think every other person in this uh, <laughs> in this chat disagrees with you. <laughs> He's waving his Noble Bear cap at me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you can you can you can ask the question if it's either unicorn or bear, and then whichever you choose there dictates uh, what you think the wave is. So <laughs> it's true. No, yeah. I disagree with that completely, Graham, because I prefer the bear. So no, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of hairy men in this chat, so it's probably bear, isn't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> Even I haven't shaved for a few days, so. I'm catching up, boys. Catching up, John. You need a full beard for next Legion's con. Just see if it's just so itchy. I can't do it. But I, I missed one day shaving, and I said, "Okay, I'll give it a few days now, uh, just to see if it still winds me up." But I'm sure it will. You be that awkward phase. Yeah, but that's lasts too long. That's the problem. <laughs> as, as you guys know, I um, my wife works in the same in the same building as me. She works in the same yeah. company. Um, we don't often see each other. She sits around the other side of the office, but. One day this week, I was walking uh, past a meeting room, and they were just her team were coming around for a meeting, and she literally grabbed me by my beard and was like, "This is too long; it needs to go." And then the rest of her team joined in, agreeing with her. They weren't grabbing me by the beard, but they're all agreeing, going, "Yeah, that needs to go. That needs to go." It's like, "Gee, I'm getting pretty much getting bullied here." <laughs> well, now we know who wears the trousers in the Jones house. It, it's not her. <laughs> I wouldn't have the beard this big already. <laughs> yeah, but she just pulled it, so you know. And got away with it. <laughs> yeah. Now, I think if I got sick now, not that I'm wishing to get sick now, but if I got sick now or something, you know, was really miserable for a week, I probably wouldn't shave either. And then I might be through the awkward phase. Um, so, you know, <laughs> well, I kind of like being uh, one of the only guys at Legion's Con that doesn't have a beard. It stands out, you know. <laughs> no beard and hair on your head. You were quite the unicorn at the show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of upside down compared to everyone else, yeah. Anyway. It's like you good. and my brother were the only two yeah. that that's that's right, fit yeah. that role. We almost look like jocks, although I think he is actually a jock whereas I'm not. <laughs> we give him that, yeah. Yeah, he can have that. Yeah, yeah. Thought so. Um Righty-ho, so uh, do we want to talk a little bit about uh, maybe anything we want to see in the future from the dwarfs? So I'm leaving this to you experts. So between Guion and Anthony, uh, if you want to go first, uh, Guion, because Anthony has probably uh, a book's worth of stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for me, Thor I enjoy straight away. Um, that has to happen. And I'd love to see an unhelmeted head there. Um, for me, I want to see like the exercise under the mountain. The fact that we've got that option, those options now with the helmeted and unhelmeted, that's fantastic. Love it, brilliant. Um, so Thor is definitely up there. So, and me, do you want to 
Do you want a 2.0 of him or a, yeah, 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 not yeah, 2.0. I wouldn't mind a an older release, but I'd prefer a two point with the new parts that we're getting. I think Good. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you can always, I know you're probably paying an arm and a leg for the the first version, but I'd much rather a newer version personally. Um, and then more female dwarves, maybe. I'm not against that. Um, but I'd really like talking about hair. I'd like to see more dwarves with hair on their head. Like just lots of the dwarves would be well. All the dwarves that we've got official releases for don't have hair on their heads except for the Justin Johnson tribute head. Um, all the dwarves are bald. So I'd really like to see some more official four horsemen head dwarves, not just being. Um, yeah, it's much easier as a custom painter to do the hair yeah, <laughs> than yeah, a bald yeah. head. Yeah, yeah. It's, as weird me, as that sounds, it actually is. Yeah, it is. Um, so that's a definite for me. More heads. If that's head packs, if that's new releases, fantastic. I'd maybe like to see something similar, quotes or talking about another license now, but World of Warcraft have like trogs, which are kind of offshoots of dwarves, kind of similar to a point, then they there's a divergence there really in terms of development and stuff. So something similar to that I think would be fantastic. Um, maybe, I don't know, something, a mix between goblins and dwarves, maybe. That kind of, I don't know, some subspecies I think would be really good. And as Mal said, with the alternative head, some kind of Dwergar um, alternative, though officially from what I've read, Dwergar aren't meant to be, they're meant to be completely bold. So bold Dwergar, you're fine um, in terms of law, but obviously the four horsemen can make their own minds up there. It doesn't have to be. They can make their exact own copy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, like, mine have fiery beards, and that's kind of partially inspired by World of Warcraft again. So, I don't know. Um, but I'd like to see. We don't know officially what gods the dwarves. It's like, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, worship. Uh, Worship, there we go. Thank you. Um, so maybe something along that line as well, some kind of uh, different god that they worship themselves, I think would be really cool. Some kind of elemental creature would really kind of go with their aesthetic. I think that would really, really work. Um, nice. I think that's it for me, really. more Any dwarf parts would be fantastic. But yeah, I think Thor is the big one for me. And maybe, maybe a Bromden 2.0, but that's not essential because the Bromden we've got now is such a fantastic figure. Maybe a re-release I think would make sense seeing as he came so close on the last All-Stars. But um, yeah, that's my sheet. I think I'll uh, give the floor to Anthony now on his scroll-like list of requests <laughs> and demands. <laughs> it's not a dwarf size well, list. You know. No. <laughs> no. No. Well, I pretty much second just about everything that you had already said. Um, so there's, there's a lot on this list that I can already knock off. Um, one thing that um, I like is the idea of the dwarves kind of like being the engineers of, of mythos, you know, creating things and things like that. So um, I'd like to see more of like a dwarven engineering kind of group. I know in some other games and, and, and genres or of, of the fantasy lore, a lot of that falls under the gnomes, but you know, I could see some some kind of introduction of of low grade steampunk kind of things where you know they're creating you know some of the you know trebuchets or larger weapons and, and things like that. So uh, 
I'd like to see, a, a, like I said, a light variation of, of the steampunk vibe to it. Um, in terms of version two figures, I, I would like to see a version two of Thor. I don't want to see a re-release of Thor because we have such an abundance of new parts that are out there. Um, one of my favorite torsos in the entire line is the Magnus uh, slash Warthog torso. I know we got that with the deluxe builder, but if we got that with a lot of the Thor style colors integrated into that, with maybe his classic helmet with the the beard, and then maybe an unhelmeted version to go with it, so that you know, not in battle, like you know, again trying to add hair or whatever to it. Um, and you and using the new dwarf legs to go with that as well would be uh, would be really cool. A nice mix of leathers and armors and things like that, because you know, out and about with the the uh, the frozen tundra, I can't imagine that's going to be too comfortable wearing all that kind of armor all the time. Um, for Bromden, I love Bromden as is, but maybe we get him to the side of good, you know, where he finally you know gets back to where he needs to be. And then kind of go back to his proper colors, which might be Thord's colors. So like Bromden in a total new repaint to, um, you know, go that. Or maybe he sides with the army of Leodesius and he stays with the black and red. Or, or maybe it's more of a gold and red kind of thing now. Yeah, they could invert um, his uh, black and his gold. Yeah. No? That would be cool. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, and then I'd love to see them do another version of Orn Steelhide since he is more of a... Um, the way I interpret it is he's, he's more uh, of a forest type uh, dwarf where he's more limber and stuff like that. I'd love to see them utilize the new Valiant Knight pieces to give him more articulation, maybe the smaller torso um, and stuff like that to help him to maneuver around uh, and give him one of the new axes from the new wave. Um, the Durgar option is, is the way to go. And I, you know, I would love if the studio were to maybe pay tribute to some of our famous painters in this wave and give them all the fire beards as part of their, their variation. I think that would be awesome. Um, the studio pays attention to what we're doing out there. So, you know, if maybe they come up with their own um, style, I, I believe a flame beard clan of Durgar uh, dwarves would be awesome. So um, that that's really it. I mean, I think we've kind of, tapped on a lot of that i think i think a um a religion a god like character i think would be kind of cool even if they don't ever release it maybe just reference their yeah their, could just be in know, the art like, even you know yeah yeah i mean they, they've kind of already mentioned you know they, they've talked about helios and some of the other gods and, and you know at some point we might get them but you know if they're going to do a god's wave maybe we get you know a dwarven you know deity that that they you know that they prayed that they whatever pay tribute to that would be kind of cool on that wave at some point down the line yeah definitely yeah uh rich and mal and dad there or no <laughs> no i think these these guys covered it and, this is uh, why we they, brought them on yeah yeah i could just hear i could just hear your you know various wallets <laughs> so. did, it, did anyone mention did anyone mention like armored beards Oh, not sure. Anthony no. went on for so long that I dozed off at one point, so I was just making sure that you uh, <laughs> no, no, no. hadn't mentioned anything about that. Oh, Sorry, Anthony, you know I'm teasing. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've already gotten the armored dwarf helmet. I know it's mm. not as big of a mm. beard, um, 
but I would, that is actually one of my favorite helmets in the line. So if we were to see that with maybe a few more rows of the beard, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like something like that. That would be good. I guess actually there, there you go. There's something for me. Let's keep up the, uh, <laughs> Mal's a fan of cosmic. <laughs> Not keep it up, but I am, you know, um, uh, more dwarf sized characters and parts that fit in with cosmic for me. That'd probably be the, yeah. The other thing that, you know. Well, they could definitely use, uh, you know, dwarf scale parts for all sorts of aliens and, and creatures exactly. and anything, you know, so yeah, it doesn't exactly. have to be uh, human or even humanoid. Oh, no, no, not at all. Yeah, we don't have to have space dwarfs, but we could have something that we could, you know, lean on as that particular type of species yeah. that would be yeah. our cosmic, you know, short fellas. Yeah. Exactly. exactly yeah. yeah. You know, kings under the cosmic moon or something. <laughs> Asteroid. Asteroid, yeah. Don't think we haven't already put together a name. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You don't need you don't need a pleb like you don't need a pleb like me giving yeah, you give the it, ideas. Give it some time. We'll we'll put that out there as it starts to develop a little bit more. Thanks to Van Johnson for that one and jumping on, on that for me. But yeah, we we do have a small cosmic uh little fella group. Nice. I was going to say something I'm not sure the horseman would do, but um, there's a couple of third-party pieces which are called like blunderbusses and that for dwarfs. And although I wouldn't normally have like, you know, um, that sort of weapon in Mythics, I think for dwarfs it's a really good fit. Whether the horseman would ever do anything like that, I don't know, but I think that's a really good fit. I feel like Eric has said before he doesn't really like the idea of guns in his fantasy. He has, is he? Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure he said about it kind of negates swords the minute you've got guns. So oh, I'm, he might change his mind. I mean, they listen yeah. to what people want, don't they? As we've said. So, yeah, but I wouldn't, yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I, I think they're cool dwarfs with guns. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, my, my world of Warcraft days with me hunter, my dwarf hunter, that would, <laughs> that was uh, always fun. Yeah. Ooh. There you oh, go. very cool. What? Is that Anthony for Cosmic now, Anthony, or hey. Anthony um, showing off a, a kind yeah, of an axe? It's one, that, it's one of the pieces I've already put out before. It's a, it's a flintlock gun axe. Oh, uh, yeah. I, call it, I call it my gun chucks because I have them paired together with a ring on the bottom. You can attach a chain to them and kind of whip them around. But, yeah, you can. I, I definitely like the idea of simple. You know, they've kind of discovered this, this powder that, you know, explodes upon, you know, impact. So figure out a way to throw something in there, make it a, you know, I, I'll show you guys something that I'm working on now, but you know, the idea of maybe putting a spear or a, you know, some sort of bolt in it. So it's, instead of being a crossbow, it's got the explosion propulsion to, to move it forward. That Ooh, sounds good. Yeah. Right. Shall we move on to, uh, on that note onto third party? Yeah. Um, so firstly, and I think, uh, Rich, are you ready for this? Um, what's your favorite or what's kind of worth mentioning for you? Favorite dwarf third party heads. Oh, Lordy. Um, there's, there's so many. <laughs> um, I picked up, uh, one from Anthony before, uh, the new year, which is, I can't remember the name, is Angar or something like that. It's got, um, like, Big mustache hanging down. It's one of the earlier ones that you did, Anthony. With, oh, you're on mute there, Anthony. 
Yes, it's Antgar. It's the uh, it's the uh, first head that that I actually put out with the studio. It's got the shaved head on the side with a little bit of a flat top up top. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was actually the first head that Travis Canning and I put together out with the, uh, you know, from the Toy Forge. Oh, is it okay? Yeah, I, I got one. I haven't got I haven't got anybody to paint it yet, but I I absolutely adore that head. Yeah. Um, Mark Calvo's done a few that I've got. Um, Mark does a slightly sort of weirder one. So there's one with a, a ball and chain embedded in the dwarf's head, sort of thing. There's a there's an undead dwarf, so not Anthony's cup of tea, but with a a rat coming out through the eyeball. Um, there's all those sorts of crazy, crazy looks too. And then as Anthony said, um, Jason Rodriguez has put, been putting out some great dwarf sets, um, you know, with really like sharp pointed stuff. I can't remember the names of the sets off the top of my head. I will find out before we finish, but there's some great stuff out there now. Alrighty. Uh, Mal, you got anything for us there on top of that? Yeah. My very favorite dwarf head that's out there is the chit chat head from uh, Wolf King Customs. That's, that I that really, really like. It's mine too. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and then Mark Calvo is he's doing some uh, space dwarf heads <laughs> um, that look like they could be really fun. Um, actually, uh, showed off a custom that he'd sort of named after me with with the, using the uh, the dwarf head, which was very cool. Novian Mal, <laughs> that was, uh, cool. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah, nice. Uh, looking forward to see that one. Um, I think to paint chit chat is my favourite, uh, and I only I, I don't know why I didn't get more off Len when I was at Legion's Con, but it was so manic. I got loads of stuff. I just I also forgot to get the head that he uh, named after me in his in his thing. So it shows you where my head was at. But um, yeah, I love painting chit chat. He's great. So he's yours as well, Anthony. Any any more special mentions? Yeah, uh, well, the nice thing with the chit chat one is that that's a community driven piece. Mm, Everyone yeah, got to fun, yeah. Yeah, yeah. create that one, so that kind of has extra meaning um, for that. Um, I also like the one that um, I think it was part of the Tribal Lands one that Steve Bashotti was a part of. The one where the guy's a little—I think he's—he's he's yelling. He's got like an open expression face. He's very angry. Or was that part of? Maybe that was part of God's Fire. There was a there was a dwarven head there. He's got. The hair's a little long, disheveled beard. Um, I I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but I know yeah, I know the one you mean. The hair's like sticking up, isn't it? And he's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I know I one know. of those, and was was incredibly surprised how well the paint took and and just went on it very nicely. So that's another thing too is you know the the sculpt is is really nice, and you know the paint just just flows on there nicely and smoothly, and just makes things uh, great. Um, Mark Calvo. Yeah. He's, he's really been killing. He's got quite the, the, the spectrum of stuff. He's, he's got some that I fall more, you know, fall under more of the uh, cartoonish comical kind of, and then he's got a couple that he's put out recently that, that really have just been, you know, hitting all the marks. So, uh, very excited to see what else he has to come out for this year. Um, there's not a one particular head, like there's not that quintessential like that. When you see that, that's a dwarf head, but, um, I just love seeing everyone going out there and trying to take their, their shot. At I, I love the idea of trying to do original heads. Um, you know, I don't want you to just go, oh, hey, I want a guy to look like this guy. So I'm just going to make him look like this. Or, you know, I, I like the character from a movie. So I'm just going to find a way to pigeonhole that into making it an actual dwarf head or something like that. So um, originality is great. Um, 
that that that's one thing I really really strive for for the third party guys to keep working on. Don't just grab something off a computer or ask a computer to put something together for you and then just say here let's just make it and go from there. Very good. And Guion, what have you got for us there? Oof, to add on to what you've already said, um, I love the mug tug head from Wolf King. I've painted him plenty of times now. I just think that's such an expressive face and an absolute joy to paint. Um, that's 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 his name. That's the one we were talking yeah, about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And then so Jibber Jabber as well, I think is a really underrated one from Wolf King. I don't think a lot of people, have, I, don't, I have not seen pictures of a lot of it, but I think such a good head with the visor coming up and down. Um, that's a really nice piece. Mark Calvo's stuff is absolutely fantastic, really expressive. Anthony himself, um, no present here, I will say fantastic things. I've been painting uh, one of his heads recently, and I'll probably be revealing him shortly in the Cabal and stuff, but a lot of nice variety there. Um, Prop Masters are fantastic. As we know here, Rich, I know there's worked quite a bit with Prop Masters. Yeah. Some nice variety there. So I worked with them um, to create three heads based on my two groomsmen and best man for the wedding. So other people have bought that, but I painted them um, alternative fiery beard heads and normal to look like them heads. So they'll be presented to the guys in a week. So that's a bit bizarre. You see people within the community buying their heads and painting them and stuff in different ways. I'm like, that looks nothing like Nath or whatever. So, yeah, it's um, that's a nice thing. But they're fantastic heads as well, really good quality. And when they were selling stuff, I bought an absolute load of MAFC heads as well. So um, probably the standout there is Auburn, Golden Beard, um, lots of stuff from them. Um, but a lot of stuff from Kevin Delius as well before he started um, with MAFC. And more like one of his original heads. I don't know. I've, you don't see that up many uh, very often. So that's a nice standout, kind of a monk cut haircut. I know that's quite a rare head. Uh, within the community so but yeah I'd really like to work with more people really with some ideas that I've got in my head um, but we'll see what the new year brings really in that sense but uh, we've got so much variety but I think we've got a lot more to go as well Space Dwarves I think like Anthony mentioned and Miles said but as well there's a there's a gap there and I think we've got the creativity within the community to bring original new things to the table you know but uh, yeah absolutely love painting any and all heads really and bringing something new and oh, Brian Burke as well sorry I know he's previously been, previously been mentioned but his two heads um, they're probably some of the most fun heads I've ever painted I don't know why um, paints just instantly just flowed nicely on them and absolute joy to paint so yeah fantastic yeah and that that Kavanagh the ravenous one he has yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I got that recently I need to paint it but uh, I'm looking forward to that that's a really nice one um, maybe also just to sh- shout out Seba and he has a couple of cool dwarf heads including he the Justin Johnson one I think his own version of that or somebody commissioned him I can't remember how it was but um, that's a really nice head although tr- those eyes are tough to paint <laughs> you need a laser a laser paintbrush to, to get in there quite a narrow gap um, but you can kind of manage it Seba does them an ogre scale as well, doesn't he? So you can use them as your ogres as well, sort of thing, the dwarf heads, which I think work pretty well for that as well. Um, I just chuck a couple other things in. So prop masters, um, Guillaume mentioned them. I commissioned a chaos dwarf 
head from them. Um, and they did an incredible job. And agree. And I know you painted one, haven't you? And they're, that's a really nice piece. Um, and then the sets that Jason did, the two that I really, really, oh, actually three I really liked. There's one called Kerbic Anvil Head. Um, that's it. That's a great piece. It's quite ornate. Um, the amazing shield that comes with it. That's a brilliant set. Uh, there's a King Marius set, um, where you've got the, the, the bald head, but you can pop a helmet's head on that as well. Uh, and then there's one called Karg Thank, which is, um, more rough and ready dwarf. So it's bare torso, but with chains on, uh, it's got like bear claw feet, boots sort of things. So that's, that's a really good set as well. So there's loads of dwarf stuff out there. And, um, I also would like to shout out one of Anthony's and it was actually your paint job, Mal, on it from last year. That one with the hood and the really long beard. I'd completely what's, forgotten that one. Yes. What's the name of that one, Anthony? Uh, I have so many of these things named. I have to, I'd have to go back. Oh, okay. Okay. Unfortunately, I, I know that sounds terrible to promote my own stuff. <laughs> when you have like, you know, 90 products on your, on your site, you, you start to lose track of everyone's name. Give me, I can, I can tell you that in one second here. It's, uh, oh, we just called them. We just called the mage head. We didn't give him a name. He's just the mage head. <laughs> oh, mage head. Okay. There you go. That's very cool. Works. Yeah, it very, works. very cool head. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Rich, uh, go for it. Yeah. One more of Anthony's I'd call out is one where he's, he's wearing the, um, the boar. The, the, yes. My Borzerker head. Yes. Yeah. Your Borzerker. I love that head. That's, yeah, that's a brilliant. That was, that was an absolute blast to do because I was on a huge, uh, the D20 boar had come out and I created the, a new tack kit for it with a helmet and everything. And I create a, a cavalry piece for a, for a rider using the, um, the, uh, Krotos chest plate and be able to put it on there. So it has a boar in, emblazed emblem on it, uh, with a helmet with a shorter beard. So you can see the logo, the helmet's got boar stuff on it. So I figured I had cavalry and now I needed infantry. So, looking at all the, the the berserker stuff i wanted to go something crazier and just looking at that board going that's that's the way we're going to go with it and it was so much fun to do that one yes i'm looking forward to getting that one painted up and adding it as an oh and gwen's got it i think yeah just as another crazy dwarf berserker and so i like the idea um, sorry rich go for it yep. I, was gonna say, I just like the idea with with dwarves you know we're so used to them being really heavily armored and that sort of stuff the dwarf berserker thing just works for me because it's you know shirtless there's not much that armor sort of thing and they've got that crazy look in their eyes yeah i've got two or three of those i love that look and so what's missing then in the third i mean i'm sure you know we could think of loads of stuff but what what's kind of urgently needed uh, i'll go to you first quion because you're uh, really coming at it from the only from the customizing side of it at the moment but uh what, what would you hair. say in yeah. more with hair okay yeah i've been through this already yeah. Uh, Just because you're young and you have hair, you know, be be <laughs> be cognizant of the, these four baldies that that I have podcasted with me. I was I was young and bald, so that that, that don't worry, I'm not upset. Uh, even Anthony has a fine head of hair, and he's more at my age, so you know. There you go. Look at that. There you go. Even under his hat. <laughs> so yeah more, yeah, more with hair, more variety with hair. I think would be good. Uh, more female dwarf heads. I think. Some kind of grizzled female warriors would look good. Um, I've got some ideas in my head there, so I might contact someone there's there and see what we can do. Yeah, there's more likelihood of that now that it's kind of officially oh, yeah. there's going to be a one and maybe 
maybe the female dwarf look has been defined now better than mm-hmm. Ragna, uh, because I think the 2.0 heads, I, I think from probably don't sell as well. So people would be less inclined to design them. Uh, yeah. Unless it's like beautiful female head or something, they seem to, they probably sell still okay. So you got the kind of same, the 1.0 scale female head for a dwarf. I think there could be lots of cool, uh, cool varieties of those. Someone's definitely going to do female bearded dwarf and that's a pretty divisive subject, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, but there's definitely, uh, a cohort who's going to who's going to be interested in that that's for sure so you know i i, I like that, judging I, by anthony's reaction it's not going to be him <laughs> no yeah not me because we don't see lots of them in in fiction at all really i know we saw a glimpse at the start of the first hobbit film of bearded dwarfs but you don't you don't see a lot of it so i think obviously the demand's not quite there but i think if the right person pulls it off i think it can work in the right space but yeah trying to make it not look like just uh, I don't know it's difficult isn't it that's kind of the line isn't it's quite blurry in terms of making it look too masculine or whatever so um, yeah. no, I, I, think, I think I think an issue with the on the sculpting wise sometimes it's easy to do a big beard because you can just put it out there and over you know over accentuate it but to try to capture some of the small little stuff uh, it's there and the printers are getting better, but I'd be afraid some of that just might get lost in some of the translation from the, from yeah, the, if it was just, wisp, the if it was just to the paint and getting, getting covered up. So if it was just wispy strands of hair rather than a big thick beard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's why you don't see it on the animal heads. You're not going to get those uh, whiskers or yeah. something on the cat heads, whatever it makes sense. Cause I, um, yeah. I worked with Walter DeMarco, uh, two years ago now to kind of, make a female dwarf head and she was 1.0 and 2.0 scaled so um, she had kind of sideburns essentially come down but you could just say that it was hair coming down essentially it was yeah. plaited but it didn't really look like it was part of the hair um, so but I think the mistake there was really getting it printed in the 2.0 scale rather than the 1.0 but you never know what the future holds really there we did we just yeah. bump it up to 1.0 and we call yeah. it a day say the yeah. word and you want and we'll just do it yeah we'll do that cheers <laughs> yeah, we'll do that I think it's a it's a good head and I think there's just nice variety there really I think um, but yeah from the, the community more weapons maybe specifically catered to dwarves um, longer weapons maybe I think that's a good way to go by get the shipping longer weapons isn't always easy go see Steph Delator in uh, Legion's Con <laughs> he'll get you a long weapon yeah. <laughs> just make sure you, appro- you approach carefully in case he's firing goblins across the room at that point <laughs> yeah yeah god knows what sort of contraption he'll have you next year for firing stuff that was a blast because he goes yeah. I'm making, he goes hey i'm making catapult and i go hey can we launch goblins and he goes absolutely so i put together a custom and i bought one of those um army paratrooper guys just the generic yeah. ones and i attached the parrot the shoot to the whole thing i I took a couple of my parts and pieces and digitally like melded it all together. So it was one torso so that when he let that thing fly, I think if we had to let it fly from a higher height, I think it had a chance to kind of like glide for a little bit. But he said he actually had to dial back the power on it because he was sending the little foam uh, uh, can- or boulders way too far. So he had to really nerf it down <laughs> to make it you know more appealing for the toy community. Yeah, you don't want them landing in the horseman booth, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Radio, um, Anthony, then, what are you uh, 
without revealing, shall we say, future plans, so to speak. But uh, well, I mean, if I reveal anything here, we could just take it's some on purpose, I suppose. We could show up <laughs> yeah. the Patreon guys as a as an alternative yeah. to Trump and you know sign yeah, up for sure. the Patreon. As low as five dollars a month, right? I mean, yeah. it's it's a steal. So it's a Starbucks coffee or a pint or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I did show, I don't know if it's going to be easier to go to full screen or not for everyone. This is for you yeah, guys. That sure. See I it. can, uh, yeah, see, he just wants to take over guys, you know, <laughs> I don't have to, I can, you know, I'm joking, Anthony, don't be so sensitive now. Come on. <laughs> so I did show this one. Oh, the other this day. guy. Yeah. With the kind of horns. Yeah, on him. Great. Yeah. So the one with the Ram idea and yeah. again, long beard, um, I don't know if you guys can see, you know, the the uh, the embellishment in the front there to put it together. We also did something in the back. Uh, Thiago Conti is my, you know, primary sculptor. He's my go-to guy. I've been using him for for many years now. It's nice to finally say that. Um, I'll I'll hit him with something, and he'll go, "Okay, we'll we'll figure it out." And we go back and forth, and we try to figure out new stuff. And the next thing you know, we come up with something and we get it dialed in and do a revision and where we need to change it, move on. And then we do another version and then we're good to go. So we've got that one. Um, and in terms of weapons, uh, I do have a crossbow here that I've got working on that actually will oh, be nice. able to run uh, elastic band through it, through the holes. Oh. And then I put a, a chamber in the top that oh, you'll be nice. able to see. And it's got a, a loop on it. I don't know if I can see it. There's a spot right here where the the, the string can actually sit into. Um, and you'll be able to take like a toothpick um, and cut the end off. So you'll be able to have like an actual long bolt. You'll be able to adjust your size, whatever that you need to. So you can sit it in there. And if you really want to get creative, I mean, you could theoretically let that thing fire and get stuck into um, get stuck in the phone. But then, you know, for close combat situations because it's dwarven we need to have something so we've got a nice little axe blade on there um and then something i'm working on right now um i think i showed you guys already is my my dwarven yeah. chef this um, is brilliant so is right now the the idea is to do a chest uh chest plate utilizing the the belly one that i have so he's got a little bit of a uh, girth coming out of the front um but uh, in conversations with some people and back and forth, we're still on the fence of whether or not we're going to make it a chest plate just because of the limited availability of the chest plate receivers, um, because nothing beats the factory um, plug for the, the arms yeah. and everything to go into. So we may do a version for the interim to come out as an actual torso itself is just one full torso. And maybe as we get more availability for these things, we'll be able to do the, the chest plate at some point down the line, too. But I know... If this torso works as a chef, well, then what stopped me from removing some chef tools and put in some blacksmith tools and have a, an apron full bodied um, blacksmith torso as well. So we're going to do that. And then I did show you guys this. And one thing I did mention before about the whole steampunk idea is uh, trying to do the hot air balloon. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love that. I love I'm working that. on a hot air balloon backpack steampunk kind of thing that'll incorporate tubes. I've got some spots in there. You'll be able to attach some strings or chains or whatever. And uh, I've got this fun little grappling hook that might, it's all going to be a kit. So it'll be uh, the balloon, the backpack, it'll be the harpoon, probably the head. It's all still work in progress. I might incorporate one of my gun chucks in there anyway, just so you can have some kind of cool steampunk, you know, shoot from a distance kind of thing. So 
Uh, we've done pretty well taking over the mountain. Now I think it's time for us to start taking the skies. Um, <laughs> so, um, count me yeah, in for a set of those, Anthony. That is just amazing. I love the, the <laughs> idea of a dwarf floating along shooting people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that, that's kind of the, I mean, and same thing. If you wanted to utilize, if you wanted to stay away from the firepower idea, then, you know, I've, I've created this crossbow as well that you'd be able to swap in and yeah. out. But I like the idea of having the harpoon kind of getting in there and just, you know, kind of popping other guys' balloons or whatever you need to come in there for, you know, that, that kind of stuff. So, um, I'm going to say it now, expect an army of flying hot air balloon dwarves at Legion's Con, but, you know, we'll probably get into the, the conversation of Legion's Con at some point in this chat. I mean, we're still kind of early in our, uh, record setting conversation. <laughs> now, I'm not sure we'll get there. But, uh, no, no, no. It's okay. Anyway. I know what kind of a day we've all got ahead of ourselves for you guys and myself. So if we don't, if well, we don't, I think we should record the, the we should re- we record the podcast as it goes and as it's good, and let's not drag it out. Yeah. Uh, just Agreed. for 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 let's drag it out if it's good enough. Otherwise, uh, the plug would be pulled, like I have to do regularly. Isn't that right, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, <laughs> he's knocked me out. <laughs> Did I get kicked out there for my cheek? <laughs> no, no, you stayed. You stayed. No, um, yeah, I've nothing will ever beat John the episode where you literally closed your eyes, leant back, and pretty much fell asleep when I was discussing um, some of my custom stuff. That you know, I took the hint at that point. Well, that was a fun one to edit because it was like new information. It wasn't like all oh, this again. It was like, oh, I haven't heard this. <laughs> right, and um, so Guion, uh, I know you're busy with the wedding plans and all that, but uh, have you any? Uh, You've shown us uh, in the chat this week one awesome custom that you've done recently, but have you any other customs kind of lined up or a theme for your customs this year or anything that uh, you're thinking about? Are you going to continue as you have been doing? Um, I've got one idea that follows the one I've showed you already that I'll be posting probably later today if I can get a good photo of it. Um, but I'll keep that. That will probably just be revealed as it's, as it's shown really, but that'll be a tribute, kind of a few tribute figures there. Um, but I think like the community is quite good at making tribute figures. I've got one non-dwarf tribute I'd like to make um, based on something else that I'm really I'm a big, big fan of. Um, but I'll keep that one under wraps until the part starts arriving. But I'll keep you in the loop once the work starts um, going on that one. I'm just trying to think of the parts that I'll need, really. Um, so that'll be going on. And I've slowly kind of been doing these kind of figures of, like tributes of people that I know, friends and stuff, and I collect these parts and pieces that are, are relevant to their personalities. So I find, like, with the groomsmen dwarves, I've kind of, I've had musical instruments if they're proficient at musical instruments. If they're not good, I, I won't bother. I'm not going to give them the um, the recognition. If they're a really bad guitarist, I'm not going to give them a guitar accessory. But, um, yeah, more tribute figures for people I know, because I just, it's a nice little motivation for me. It's uh a nice kind of creative process. Um, so tribute figures and of characters, pre-existing characters and people. And then I've got two other ideas cooking in my head. So one of them will keep wrapped up until Legion's Con, hopefully if I can attend. And another one is creating a kind of dwarven order. And I'm hoping to involve the community as part of that in some way, shape or form. So not a competition strictly, but just kind of fleshing out this narrative within the, the Kings and the Mountain community, I think would be quite cool. So we'll uh, 
we'll keep that one there until now and then after the wedding I'll probably go full steam ahead there very good. And Anthony, you did your, was it 24 for Legion's Con, but you've ended up doing a lot more, of course, but uh, what's the plan this year So in, I in did, broad terms? Yeah, so last year we did 23 for Legion's Con, 23, or I did 23 specific customs. I ended up, I ended up doing, the, I did the 23, but I ended up having closer to 30 that were available. Um, so for this year, um, we're kind of uh, – we're kind of doing something a little bit different for everyone. Um, I think, and obviously you guys are in on it. So we are getting ready to reveal at some point here, the, uh, the announcement of Legion's con, the first Alliance where we're going to have quite the, we're taking a whole Island of tables. So there's 10 booths to, to one Island. Uh, we're going to be doing that. So, um, what we're going to be utilizing is, um, the whole space, uh, we're going to invert it on the inside. So you'll be walking in through the middle of the Island, kind of like its own separate marketplace. So what we'll be able to do is we'll be able to advertise our stuff, show our stuff off from the outside around the outside perimeter, but then come inside and interact and meet and hang out with us. Um, some of those names I'd like to, I can announce at this point right now are, uh, obviously, the Toy Forge with Kings Under the Mountain, Funhouse Customs with my brother, as well as Matt Stein. Uh, we will have uh, Detour Customs that will be there. Mythic Bits with Chris Ferrone, Giovanni, and Shane Mann. Um, we'll have He Mike, uh, who was there, who was, was right behind us uh, last year at the show. Uh, Mark White, part of Borderland Horde Customs. Uh, he will be a part of that as well. Uh, we will have the Malignancy at the, at the booth as well. So we'll have the goblins and the dwarves under one, uh, one Island. So that all would be fun. Uh, come and see that battle alone. Yes. Some great cross promotion stuff there. Uh, Dan, Dan Tobin's running a great group over there with those guys. And, and obviously, I mean, I've said it before, if, if, if I weren't a dwarf fan, then I would be a goblin fan. They're, they're so much fun to do. So, um, I think it's awesome to have us all together like that. Um, we also have immortal collections that'll be a part of our spot. And to, uh, to round it out, we have the Euro Legions podcast. As part yeah, of our, there we go. Our, with all our various talents here. So that sounds great. Yeah. So yeah, so we decided to call ourselves the first Alliance, um, you know, little Lord of the Rings, you know, reference there. So, um, I think it'll be great. Uh, it'll definitely something unique because we're all going to, you know, all planning on working together. So if there's something that the malignancy wants to do and they want to talk to immortal collections about sculpting something for them, they can do if they want to get Giovanni to paint it, they can talk to him and get it done and we can promote it on this podcast. And I, I think, I think the idea that as a community, we all work together to improve ourselves individually. So this is that, this is going to be that example that I want, I want to set it out there for everyone going, we work better together than against each other. So let's, let's all help each other out. You know, if you're struggling on something, let's, let's, let's not see him fail. Let's, let's help him out. Let's, let's make it work. And, and who knows, maybe we have some sort of first Alliance exclusive at our, that our, at our, at our Island that could incorporate something from everyone participating with some of the new reveals that could come out at the show. So as soon as we know what, what the reveals are going to be, you know, maybe we start putting our heads together and maybe someone comes up with, 
a head. Someone comes up with an armor. Someone comes up with a weapon. Get a couple guys to paint it up, you know, and 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 we kind of kind of go from there, and we we do our thing and make it uh make it a good good time because Legion's Con is amazing as it is already, and 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 big thank you to Jeremy and Joe for for putting together such an amazing show for us to you know to get together. I wouldn't have known you guys without without you, even yeah. though we're all you know yeah. even though we're all friendly you know through the the my wife stuff. Um, you know, if it wasn't for Legion's Con, you know, for us all getting together and starting our, you know, all of our friendships and relationships and whatever it is that Rich and I have, um, you know, <laughs> we, uh, you know, we owe that to them. So this is our way of, of, of taking that and, and making it one step better by creating a whole community of, of, of third party guys doing our thing, trying to, uh, help out the community and make it better so we can all have a, uh, an even an even grander time this year. Yeah, I mean what what Legion's Con definitely does for for most of us is it just crosses that little bridge into actually having a reason to meet up in person because we're all a lot far away from each other. You know, of course, you know, now that I've met you, I'm much more likely to if I if I'm going to the states go, "Oh, I'm near your area. I'll come and see you." Whereas if you just know people from a Facebook group and you'd be like, well, is that a bit weird now that I haven't met them before? Now I'm going to just, you know, now we have a connection. We've met already in a kind of a, you know, at a kind of cool convention. And yeah, then you start to get really the real friendships. You know, I mean, of course, you can have a real friendship with someone you've just met online, but uh, we need the human interaction, you know, and even this like a video face to face is already better than phone call. Uh, some somehow, but uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it definitely kind of. I think for all of us, it it really is kind of like meeting your friends. You know, you're it. it it's difficult to, once you've become an adult and you're married and maybe you have kids. Your friend group's kind of set. You know, that's kind of you've had it from your childhood and maybe people you've met in college or people you know through work or whatever it might be. It's much harder than to build a group after that. And Agreed. and with the, such a specific interest like this, you're not going to get loads of people even just in like your state in America, Anthony, or, you know, in Wales or in Luxembourg. You have to kind of bring everyone from all over the place in to make it enough to actually be a community, you know. So, yeah, this is going to be cool. And and then we, of course, we have Len beside us with his cool uh, Wolf yeah. King setup. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of going to be... Um, you know, similar type of vibe, I would imagine. Uh, different, uh, but like similar. Yeah, you know? I would. Yes, yeah, I would imagine they collaborative probably, wise, anyway. Yeah, collaborative wise. Yeah, I imagine they're going to be having something very similar in that in that yeah. same regard. You know, however they do their setup. Um, yeah. You know, they'll they'll make it work. I think it was a little bit interactive for some of how Len's table was set up. I think you were able to go inside a little bit yeah. of his area and be able to get some of his stuff there too. So. Um, you know, it, it, it's great. I love how everyone tries to utilize the space that we have to be um, mm-hmm. as creative as we can be. And I know some people have to fly in, so they're 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 limited to what they can bring. But some of us who are who are lucky enough to drive in can fill up a vehicle to max capacity plus ten, and then bring everything in, and then then set up and kind of go from there. So um, I think it'll be really, really, really interesting to see how this all works out for us. Definitely. And I think we'll have a great, we'll have a great time uh, figuring that out, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> and executing upon the plan, so to speak. But uh, yeah, just yeah I, I, sorry, Rich, go. The build up to it is going to be, you know, 
as we've just yeah. said, you know, it, yeah. it's going to be an exciting as the event itself. But I love the idea of everybody just going through and mingling and that sort of stuff. Because that's one of my favourite things this year, being behind a booth. It was just chatting to everybody. Yes, it was great if they bought something, but just the chat with everybody was fabulous. But, but what's nice for us is that we're not going to be behind a booth. We're going to be engaging. We're going to be in front of the booth talking with people and walking them around and showing them things and everything. So it's going to yeah. be even more, for lack of better words, intimate with, with the fan base. But we'll be able to really, really engage and kind of go from there. So I look forward yeah. to it. Yeah, it's less like just, you know, there's a counter between you and that's a bit of a barrier. This will be a little bit more interactive. So I like that aspect of it. So does that make you excited, Guion? Does that, does that, um, come to, come to New Jersey, then I don't know what will. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, we really do want to come. So Meg and I have been talking about it quite a bit already. So, um, she's already said if, if we can't do both of us, she'll put me on the plane and I'll head over myself. So, um, fair play to her. So. She's yeah. definitely a keeper, Graham. She is. Yeah. She is. She is. One hundred percent. You, that, you so. know, w- w- our preference is for both years. So just just to make that clear, as <laughs> okay, much as enough, uh, you know, one yeah. is better than none. But uh, yeah, yeah, she's more That's experienced sure. on the Atlantic as well. So I think I'll, uh, <laughs> I need her for more than just company. So like, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because you'd be yeah you'd be struggling away from the mother tongue and the motherland. You know, you'll <laughs> yeah, need a little yeah. bit of. Yeah, you can Something speak Welsh, more. Rich. Huh? How's yeah, your Welsh, yeah. Rich? My Welsh is pretty bad now. I've been living okay. in England for twenty-five years, so. But you have a basis, so you could you could get back up to speed, no? No. <laughs> <laughs> I am probably the worst. Sorry, Gwion, I tried. <laughs> I tried <laughs> fluently, not speak it for a week, and then I'd forget everything. So no. <laughs> a little is better than none. That's why I always say with Welsh. Okay, so. that's fine. I can do yeah. a little. That's yeah. Fine. yeah, yeah. That's what I tell all the ladies. <laughs> Here all Boom. week. Got it, it in. Got it in. There's a smutty joke yeah. for the week. <laughs> Old age pensioners half price. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but it was like, uh, the language thing, you know, I had to go, I was back in Ireland in December, I did a lot of paperwork for my sister, you know, she was struggling with that with my mom. And uh, she was like, oh, you can do that so easily. And I'm like, yeah, all this paperwork I have to do in Luxembourg is in another language. <laughs> it's a pain in the absolute backside. So this being in English is already just, you know, decreased the difficulty by about a thousand. So, uh, yeah, I think I think it's always your perspective, you know. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like in the wedding and stuff, I've already said that I've got a translator for my speech, so I'll do my speech in Welsh. But half oh, yeah. the audience don't speak it, so but I wanted to speak my mother tongue in, in the wedding and stuff, you know. Yeah. So it's just it's a, it's trying to be as flexible and trying to be as accommodating as possible, really. So yeah, but Meg coming with me to America, that'll be a lot more accommodating. So sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. So guys, uh, I think that's us for this week. For episode 50. Are we all good with that? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That was a really good chat. It was yeah. great. Fun. Fun. And it also, I, I still feel like we, we, we could talk about more. So that, that opens us up for a future episode rather than just burning all our candle here, you know? Yeah, I could talk about yeah, what I shows like I watch, what movies I like. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also <laughs> possible. We'll yeah. save that for a Patreon episode. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Anthony. 
well, you know, we want to pack up the Patreon content. So, um, yeah, if, uh, if we're ever, uh, there will be scheduling content conflicts with the three of us from time to time. Uh, so we're definitely trying to get people on to, uh, to chat with, uh, on that about other interests than just legions and, uh, we can get people on to talk about their favourite films and TV series and then we can just critique their choices and just tell them how they're wrong <laughs> like in particular things or you know or we could yeah we could just bring them on to pitch one particular series at it and then we can all go away and watch it and maybe we come back a month later yeah. and kind of grill them like Dragon's Den style you know kind of <laughs> okay now this has just turned into a production meeting so thank you very much guys uh, this was amazing um, so happy you managed to all make the time it was a bit of a tricky one to schedule we we tried a few times but we got there and uh, I can't wait to get this out episode 50 here's to 50 more 100 congratulations and then, guys yeah, thank you very much Anthony no, yeah cheers alright take it away the outro Stay safe out there, everybody.